Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy lives. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa, and we have a wonderful lady from America. Her name is Tracy Walker. She has a, her own home-based business expert. She's also a coach. She um, shows women, especially single mothers, um, how to earn extra income from their phones. Now, um, I firstly came across your um, Instagram page because you've got these really cute, wonderful um, reels and TikToks. And we don't really have that kind of niche um, available at the moment. I know that TikTok is kind of opening the, 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 the floodgates for, for single mothers of different kind of niches, but I just really like your page because you're delivering something for single moms and I feel like there's such a massive gap in the the market for that so if no one's ever thanked you thank you so much for just giving us like single mother content which is magnificent so please tell the audience a little bit about yourself your vision your business and your single mom journey oh my goodness Khalifa well thank you so much for that and inviting me on this amazing podcast. I was so excited. And um, yeah, you know, I, you know, none of us really plan on becoming single moms. Well, some people do. Some people are, you know, like single moms by choice, right? But um, that wasn't me, right? I was, I was engaged to his dad and, you know, the whole nine and, you know, we'll tell the whole story some other time. We'll do a part two, okay? But the bottom line is, you know, we, um, we just didn't mesh after a little bit, right? Just some very varying views on life and future and goals and dreams. And so I ended up being a single mom and uh, my son is seven uh, now. And um, I've been an entrepreneur since uh, I was 22 years old. And I was in the real estate investment world and um, made a few million dollars there. And then the market crashed 2007, 2008. And that's when I shifted into home-based business. And in 2008, I really started to learn how to use the internet to start build businesses and, and you know, connect with people. And um, I'm kind of like one of those introvert, extrovert type of people. Like I'm an extrovert when it comes down to things like when I'm doing business or working with people, but really my personal life and things like that, I'm really an introvert. So I don't really like to go all out and meet a bunch of people all the time. So I like the internet do that. So I began um, learning how to do that and teaching other people how to do it, made another million dollars online um, in 2013 and, um, you know, started creating products and, you know, trainings and all those good things. And so now I'm, I'm at a point where uh, I am, I am working with another opportunity because I just think it's, it's really in alignment with what's happening in the world today with health and wellness and things like that. But, um, it's never left my side in reference to teaching women and single mothers how to, you know, shift out of the, the workplace if they wanted to, how to start a business. And it doesn't have to be a million dollars to get started. And really teaching my, I guess what my core thing would be is really marketing, teaching people how to market such that they can attract sales and build their business um, seamlessly online. That's brilliant. So how did you actually then um, become a coach and how have you managed to like get strength being a coach at a single mother and running a business? How? How have you done all those things? You know, Khalifa, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even really call myself a coach. I guess I would be in a sense, but I'm not from the standpoint of 
hey, you know, come hire me. I'm going to consult you or train you on this thing, right? I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm the person that kind of uses the skill and things like that that I have right now. I leverage that education online. And then usually people reach out to me and then they partner with me uh, or they become a customer of mine in the existing opportunity that I am in. And through that relationship, I do coach them through the process of building the business, but they are generally partners of mine at that point versus, you know, complete third parties. I used to do that and I just, I just, the whole time for money thing, like I just did not want to sit at three o'clock. I got an appointment at four o'clock. I got an appointment at six 30. I just, it's, it's not conducive for me. So maybe that's why you were asking as a single mom, how am I able to do it? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like, what, what, what is the one way in which like you can, you help single moms how to kind of gain a side hustle? Cause that's something I, I found difficult. Cause if you go online now, if you go typing Google, how to start a side hustle a million things will come up you know so then how as mothers can we kind of dissect what we can do or can't do or what we should do and how do we know which 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 um side hustles are are for us do we need to go do is something that we are passionate about or do we need some to do something just because we need a quick buck because we have mouths to feed how do you help mothers in that respect well, you know, primarily I look for, I look for alignment in certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if, if there's a single mom and, and she absolutely loves to build websites, for an example, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I would, I would want her to find something that is an alignment with the gift or an alignment with the skill that she already has. I mean, we have limited time as it is. So if we can take something that we kind of already know how to do and build on that, that's good. But let's just say there's a single mom that's like, well, I really don't know how to do any of that technical stuff, right? Um, but, you know, whatever. Well, then to be honest, then now we're really talking about teaching skills, communication skills, marketing skills, sales skills. And that's what it is. I mean, this is business, you know, and I'll be a thousand percent honest, it's business. I'm not the person that's like, oh, you know, go lick envelopes, right? Go stuff envelopes for 70 years and then make $5. You know, that I'm not doing those types of, you know, deals or programs. Um, I'm really teaching people how to communicate, how to make sales, how to build organizations, how to build residual income and teaching the concept of money. You know, mm -hmm. and and so I would say, how do you kind of filter through all of the noise out there? Well, you know, one, look at something that has um, longevity in the marketplace. Right. So, like, for example, I'm in the health and wellness industry. So ask the question, is health and wellness important? Right. Is it is it a fad? Is health and wellness a fad or is it going to be here long term? Right. And just naturally, we're talking about truth. $4.5 trillion industry. It's going to be here, right? So you don't have to worry about the industry going away on you, okay? All right, then the next thing is, okay, what products are there? And there's all different types. There's beauty, there's skin, there's, you know, supplements, there's weight loss stuff. And so you kind of have to pick and choose maybe what you like, but also there should be some sort of link between what, what the market wants, right? Mm -hmm. Because business is all about filling that need. So I would say a combo between what you like merged with what the market needs, um, longevity and viability in the industry, um, and then a coach or a mentor or a leader or yeah. somebody 
teach you the skill sets to help you build it. Because I was just going to mention, um, I oftentimes I find that, especially with, with with us single moms, it's about confidence as well. We want we want to maybe leave that job that we hate, um, but obviously we've got bills, and we would love to have a side hustle, but like. When we see other women like you, like ambitious mothers, how do you become that that kind of person that just puts on the parachute and just jumps out of the plane? How like how long did it take you to get there? Like, do you know what? I want to make seven figures because I want to have um, a legacy for my child. We all want legacies for our children. We want them to have a better childhood than we had. So what kind of tools do you kind of think we need as mothers or do you have actually to build a business and have a business that lasts and yeah, handle your finances and yeah, be able to train other people? What, what kind of skill sets do you think you, you need? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, you talked about confidence, right? I think confidence comes from like doing something like a little something, right? And getting a positive result, getting a positive, um, you know, affirmation back on what it is, positive reinforcement back on what it is. It's just like our kids, right? Like my son plays baseball, right? Like your, your, your son is in the arts, right? And so, okay, you, you, you do one musical, right? You, you do one thing, you do one play, you do one. Okay, great. Now that builds confidence. Now you're excited to do the next one. It's not like, oh my God, I'm on Broadway today, right? But it starts with, okay, my son plays baseball. Okay, well, great. Let's get, let's hit the ball once. Okay, you do it again. Okay, now we hit the ball a second time. And I think I think that that's just the way we learn as human beings. And so it's the same thing at single mom and single momhood. It's like, okay, great, you want to start a business, then let me show you the basics, right? Here's the first thing that you want to do, right? You first want to you want to attract people in your market. Let me show you how to do that. Let's practice this a few times. You get confident in that, then I can teach you another skill. So I think just having patience with ourselves and giving ourselves an opportunity to learn something new would be on the confidence side. In reference to, you know, the skills that are needed, um, coachable, you know, I mean, nobody has to be perfect. And I will tell you, there's people out here making money that I know that you've seen them because I do. You look at them, whether it's on IG or whatever, and you're like, really, this person is making $100,000 a month, right? And it's not to shame anybody, but it's like, shoot, I can speak better than them, right? Or I feel like I'm more attractive than them, or I feel like I have a better physique. You know what I'm saying? Like you can always match yourself someone and say, you know what, I think I got a little bit up on them. So that should just be clear that it's not even about that, right? It's just literally about doing the right thing. So, so being coachable and being teachable and then having the ability to just execute one thing at a time one thing at a time, consistently over time. We want to rush stuff. And I know we're moms and we're like, no, I need this money today. I got this bill right now. So there are some things that we can do to help people earn money right now. But for the most part, to build something stable, um, you just learn a few skills and then, you know, you'll be okay. That's brilliant. So then when you actually do establish these um, these skills, how do you then learn how to multitask? Now, a lot of people think that women, um, we are meant to multitask, but when when you're like going, when you're studying, working, then have a side hustle, then have to deal with your child, extracurricular activities like clubs, how can we juggle all those balls? What advice would you have? How do you do it? Yeah, you know, I think that's one of the biggest um, downfalls. Uh, or uh, downfalls on what they say right now we can do multiple different things yeah. uh, but as an entrepreneur I'm gonna be 1000% honest 
you have to learn how to block out time, right? It, it's not, it's so like, you might be able to cook dinner and talk on the phone at the same time. That is like literally a multitask, right? Or sit down, kids in the shower or the bath or whatever. Like you might be able to do all those things. But when you're doing your business, one of the biggest things is being able to say, okay, I'm going to focus on my business from six to seven right? Whatever the time period is. And then you have to learn how to build your business within that time without interruption. And that becomes very difficult, right? Especially if you have super small children, like when my son was like one and two, and I was trying to build, you know, trying to work my business and things like that. Like I would literally have him sitting in his carrier because obviously I couldn't say go in your room, right? And close the door, but I would have him sitting in his carrier and literally I would know, okay, he's neat. He needs his snack. He needs his milk. He needs, and I would have all that stuff sitting right there. And I would literally be working from six to seven where I didn't really have to get up. I would change his diaper before it was time to go do the work, you know, and try to have that one hour where all I would have to do is kind of reach over to him, right? Reach over to him, not get up. So focus for at least an hour. And even if not that, maybe 15 minute chunks, right? Can you block off a 15 minute chunk to do what? Create a piece of content. Great. The next 15 minutes, what could you do? Could you post the content? Yes. Okay, great. Another 15 minute chunk. Could you do a live? Could you do a live or a little video, right? And through like maybe four chunks of 15, you actually have an hour done, right? But it's got, you've got to figure out how you can focus for that short period of time and not multitask because multitasking is really what causes our brains to go all over the place. And we never feel like we're getting anything done as it is anyway. So, you know, and then one last thing I would say, um, I mean, you can see my screen, but literally like write stuff down, right? Like have your list of things that you actually um, need to do, right? And so I write down the things that I need to do um, every single day, right? And I keep a calendar of events of what's going on and, and what's taking place. And so being able, cause you know, you can get distracted. So literally be able to grab your calendar and get refocused. But can I ask a question? Do you feel like um, if someone wants to enter into side hustles, I've, I've heard um, a lot of, um, motivational speakers say this that you should like have like a blank check for example and maybe write like fifty thousand dollars or fifty thousand pounds and have like a, a financial goal that you want do you think that everyone should have a goal in place before they even start the business or do you think that you should start the business and then kind of weave what your goal would would be I think that you should have a, a decent goal of what you want before it's it's very similar to you know well should you have a destination before you get in your car and start driving or should you just drive around aimlessly could you drive around aimlessly yeah you could but as single moms who's got time for that right like we don't want to do that so no i think if if you know listen i want to make an extra you know thousand dollars or you know thousand pounds a month right i want to make a specific something it doesn't have to be large because everybody has their own right now needs but let's focus on that let's get you there and then you can adjust as we go uh, but I absolutely do think that you should start off with an idea of where we're trying to go because then I can help you get there if I don't know what that is then we're just kind of like flailing in the wind okay so where uh, where can you start um, a business what, what's the what's where are the best tools or or the best apps or the best courses because there's so many coaches so many courses that are out there obviously I'm going to navigate people towards you because yeah you're making seven figures Woo, Chile so, so where, where did you start in regards to seeking information 
Well, you know, I'm an advocate, uh, Khalifa. I started in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's not the easiest thing to start, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, also, when I started, I was 22. I didn't have any children, right? And so, and so when I look at what I did when I was building that business, I don't see how I would have been able to do that when I look back. I don't see how I was able to do, I, that I would have been able to do what I did with a small child and coming up. So I don't really recommend starting off there. I'm not saying don't, and I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying having the experience that I have at this point, I'm more of an advocate for things that are low barrier to cost, a low barrier to entry, right? And that don't require a lot of upfront time or, um, or like physical investment someplace, something that you could do from home. I think that that's very, very important. So for me, I'm a network marketing advocate. Um, That's the industry that I would, you know, really encourage people to consider and research and look at. And the reason is because it is one of the most advantageous business models, right, that exists. So when I say you can start a business for $100, right? But have the earning potential of millions that exists in the network marketing industry. When I say that you can, go ahead. I see you there. You so what about if someone's not equipped with, like if they've never done sales? Because like, from my understanding, network, because I, I, I actually tried network marketing um, years ago. And initially you have to like write out a list of, of friends and family that you'd want to target. And then after some time, I kind of felt like I was bombarding them in regards to the products, because I think oftentimes with network marketing, you have to honestly use the products first, believe in the products, and then be able to to be that poster girl for the company and be able to sell it on. But oftentimes people are after just the money and um, the the, the figures that you see when you go to the conferences. So then how how can you pick the right network marketing company for yourself to be able to be that poster girl and tell people about it and be passionate about what you are actually doing and not just after the moolah? Yeah, well, I would say this, you know, the, that is the traditional way of building it. And remember when I said at the very beginning of the podcast that I got on the, around 2008, I started learning how to use the internet, right? That is a huge, that's a huge deal because I, I'm not the friends and family person, right? I'm, I'm just not. Now, if, if you have friends and family, right, that are interested, fantastic, let's do it. But I'm not the person that, that, if we're working together that I'm going to say, okay, Khalifa, I need you to write down a list of your 100 people. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to show you how to, like I said, if you do have people, great. Okay. Not turning you away, but generally I'm teaching you how to go and find the people via the internet, leveraging Facebook, leveraging Instagram. I'm showing you, I'm giving you the scripts that I use, right? When I'm introducing myself to people, I'm showing you the Facebook group we're putting people in. I'm showing you the videos that, you know what I'm saying? I'm giving you the step-by-step play. And then I'm helping you in messenger to kind of communicate with them so that you're not by yourself. And that's generally how we're doing it. So the majority of the people that I work with, if their thing is, oh, well, you know, I don't have friends and family. I don't want to bother them. I'm like, good, let's go. Let me show you what to do. So that's marketing, right? And that is a major, that's what I'm saying. That's a major piece that a lot of people don't have. And so when they think of network marketing, they think of what you just said. Yes. And it's not even an idea in their brain that there's another way to do it right and so that's kind of what I represent is the alternative way so that it's not pressure that you don't feel like you're bombarding people 
And it's not really, uh, it is the sales industry, but everything that we do is really how we do it, right? And not so much what. So when you learn how to do it the right way, like I said, we do scripts and stuff like that. It's really very simple. And if pe- I think of it like this, if you can copy and paste, you're going to be okay. You can copy, yeah. copy and paste. That's brilliant. So Tracy, is it still possible to make seven figures as a single mother? Oh yeah, that's a, you know, I... <sighs> I don't think that has anything to do with us being single moms, right? It just, it has to do with consistency. That, that What we're talking about now is money, right? We're not talking about a hat that we wear, okay? Or a specific lane that we are in. What we're talking about, is it possible to make money and is it possible to make seven figures in a business? Yes. Well, the fact that you're a single mom, might you might have to adjust how you move in that business. But the fact that it's possible because the numbers are the numbers, right? If you make so many sales, you have leverage, you're gonna hit a certain goal. That mm-hmm. is a given. How we do that as single moms is, you know, what makes Instagram so funny for me for the reels, right? Because it's a whole, it's a whole thing behind it, right? Like we're trying to cook dinner, right? We're trying to fix breakfast. We're trying to, I mean, I have a son, so I don't really too much worry about the hair too tough, but the ladies with the daughters, I'm like, I, I can't even see how they do what they do, right? The clothes, the dresses, like my son had throw some shorts on in a minute and we're out the door, you know? Yeah. So I I would say that it is absolutely possible. Um, And it's not that many of us that are demonstrating as single moms how to do it in that industry, right? And so that's, I align with what you said at the beginning was that there's a gap, there is. And I'm trying to step into that space and say, hey, (laughs) y'all, we can still do this, right? But let me show you the leveraged marketing tools. Let me show you how we use social media because it could be everything, it could change everything for you. And were there there any mistakes that you made actually running the business that you want mothers to avoid? Were there any things that you think that women should actually know before they actually try and enter their own venture, their own business? You know, one thing I'll say is should one mistake I see is that sometimes we try to not just be ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So like we're doing this right here. My son's old enough to know like he can do whatever he's doing without being running all around behind me, right? But if he were, be okay with that as a single mom, right? Mm-hmm. If there there's noise going on in the background and you're trying to do a conference call, it might be a little bit of a distraction, but be okay with that because trying to be perfect and trying to have complete silence in in the environment, that's what's not realistic, right? And that's what makes us think we can't do it because our environment is not that, right? Of someone who doesn't have that. So one mistake is trying to be someone other than yourself, okay? Just be you. Another mistake is um, not even giving ourselves a chance to learn. Okay, and that's what we talked about a little bit before, like, oh, man, you know, sales, sales, sales. Yeah, but it's just like anything else. This is my first child. There was no manual on how to be a mom. You know, my mom passed away when I was 26. So I didn't even have my mom to show me, you know, when I had a son, a child, how to do certain things. You know, I had to teach myself, oh, how to potty train by reading books and things of that sort, right? I had to teach myself a lot of things. And I'm sure that a lot of other single moms that are like that too, right? Like you had to figure it out. Well, the same way that we figure that out, if you want to build a business, you got to figure it out. The good thing is that there are people like me that can kind of help walk you through it. 
without having to physically feel like you're doing it by yourself. So give yourself a chance to learn. Another mistake, one last mistake I would say that I think exists is that sometimes we, we actually feel like if people tell us no, they're telling us no, right? And we lose our confidence. And so we, we equate what somebody else's response is to our tenacity. And that's why the goal that you asked about is so important. And the why, the reason we have this goal, you wanna make an extra thousand dollars, fantastic, but for what? And if that for what is important enough, just because somebody else doesn't wanna quote unquote lose weight, right? Or just because somebody else doesn't wanna quote unquote clear their skin up or whatever it is, that has no bearing on all the other millions of people that you could really be tapping into that are actually willing to say yes if you remain consistent. Yeah. And your last post on Instagram was um, how to use your job to quit your job. Could you discuss that? Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, you know, because sometimes in home-based business, you see people like, oh, quit your job, right? Jobs are bad, jobs are evil, right? And I don't fully, dis I don't fully disagree with it, but I don't fully agree with it either. I think that jobs have a place you know, and they have a time. And I don't really have a problem with people working jobs. What I have a problem with is where people work jobs and, and then they get stuck in the job and then they're working the job for 40, 50 years and then they have nothing at the end of it. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with that. And what the wealthy people usually teach their children is that, you know, hey, something wrong with having the job. But they teach them, use the money from the job to then go start something of your own. Mm. most people are just working the job to go pay the bills right okay but if we if we start teaching our children when they are you know pre-teens or you know teenagers or whatever and they're getting that first job okay great you want to go work at the fast food place you want to go work at the laundromat or whatever do that but you're at home right you're 15 you're at home let me show you how to use that money to now start a business because you don't have the major expenses yet Fantastic. So use that money. Let me show you how to start a low cost business. $100, $200. You could do that in a couple paychecks, mm -hmm. right? You can start that business. And now let me show you how to take your business. And now your business makes money. So now if you got a job that then you get the income from the job, you take that money and start a low cost business. That's step one. Step two is now you take the money or uh, the profits from the business. And now you can go and maybe get you an Airbnb property, right? You can now go and get you a little piece of a rental property. You can now go and get you something, you know, a, a, what is it called? A vending machine or something, right? That, that you've got going on. You could use the profits from your home-based business to, to go and invest in other businesses. And now those businesses don't require you, right? That Airbnb doesn't require you. You got a listing, right? Somebody might match it a little bit, but you don't have to physically do that much, right? And so now the income that generates from that passive income stream that you didn't have to go to to get, now that money pays your bills. Mm. So now you take job money to start business, you take business money to invest in passive income streams and you take the passive income to fund your lifestyle. Now you can get rid of the job because now you don't need the job. The mm -hmm. only reason you had the job in the first place was just to fund the business. 
to then fund the passive. But now that you've got the passive, you're good. And I think that if I could just help people understand that, listen, okay, it doesn't matter where you are in that cycle, if you're working a job, you can still start the business now and get yourself out of the job, but you've got to follow the formula, right? But you got to want to get out though too, Khalifa. Like some people don't want to get out. Yeah. <laughs> they want to stay. So those who want to stay, great. But those who want to get out, that's the formula. And that was kind of the intent of the post to share that, that yeah. cycle. It kind of reminds me of um, the rich dad, poor dad, when he was talking about having an asset and having a liability and the fact that a lot, a lot of times we don't know what an asset is and what a liability is, you know? Um, yeah. Do you think it's important, actually, talking about the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book, do you think it's important for us to teach our children about finances and business and, and um, yeah, working? Do, do, you think that there's an, do you think it's important? Oh, it's absolutely important. I mean, because number one, that's the problem, Khalifa. Nobody knows anything about money. And so um, everybody is dependent on the government, you know, for a job or you're dependent on the job for the income or, you know, if someone threatens to fire you or you're at, you know, in a position where you might need to be laid off, like people literally freak out, right? And get depressed and literally have anxiety, right? And a lot of different things can happen. Why? Because of the lack of education as to, okay, well, what could I do to replace that, right? Because it's a very simple question, all right? If I lose this source of income, what could I do to replace it? The fact that the average person doesn't know what they could do to replace it is what creates that, that you know, that energy of, of, anxiety right and depression and so I think if we could start earlier with teaching our children yes about money and yes about like I said how to take this income use it to invest in this and use that to invest in this yes I think that's very important um you know over here in in the states I mean even with credit right understanding credit and and how that works and how you can leverage it um these are things that even when I was in college we didn't know anything about credit. I mean, their university, they're passing out credit cards to you and you don't know and you're running up the cards, you know? And, and I think that when we can teach the young people how to use debt in a good way mm. versus just like it's free money, I think that's very vital. And if we're planning on changing anything legacy-wise, as we talked about a little bit earlier, we've got to teach them something different. I mean, just... Yeah. We keep doing the same thing. We yeah. see where we are. Nobody's doing anything different. If you know better, you do better. So in regards to your business, um, was it affected during the pandemic? Did you take any hits at all? Not really, because during the pandemic, everybody's like, how can I make money on, at, online? <laughs> right? It's like, oh, man, there's a shutdown. Oh, man, it's this, it's that, whatever. Or people getting laid off, right? Or reduction in, in pay. What can I do? And, and quite frankly, our business our business model took off, right? I can't say everybody took off because it's different skill levels, right? But the industry of network marketing took off because people were like, I gotta do something, mm -hmm. right? I gotta do something. And so no, there was no hit from that standpoint. Now there was a little bit of a delay with things because we're talking about, in my world, physical products, right? So from the mailing of things, right? But generally speaking, the mail services were like essential, right? Essential businesses. They didn't really stop. So it might have been a slight delay for a little bit, but overall the business kept running and things were moving. The internet was up so we could still do what we were doing. And it, it was a really, really good time actually. 
Awesome. So Tracy, I wanted to say, where can people find you on social media to get some more information about your business model, some advice if they want to start a business, to watch your wonderful TikTok videos and just see you just so bright and you just encourage so many women on, you know, how to really be a boss, really. And yeah, you're always smiling. It doesn't look like oftentimes when I look at women that are in business, they look sad, they look stressed. They have to have that kind of masculine kind of aura when in actual fact you're feminine, you're you're smart, you're bright, you're vibrant, actually want to know more. So please tell people where they can find you on social media to get some. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Um, well, on IG. You can find me at official Tracy Walker. Um, so O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L and then Tracy is T-R-A-C-E-Y-W-A-L-K-E-R. On Facebook, which is really another hangout spot of mine, that is um, Coach Tracy Walker. You can find me there. Um, and if people would just want to check out more information and just see kind of like what we're talking about, um, there's a little um, site that I put up. It's www.200adayformom.com. Awesome. Tracy, thank you so much for taking out the time and coming on the Happy Single Moms podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Kalika. I'm breaking your arms, I lose control when I get